The Naked DJs Podcast. Are they really naked? We know they expose themselves every day just so they can bring you the best of music. They like to stick it out there for everyone to hear. You can hear their podcast on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by life coach, psychologist, and speaker, Tom Glazer. Tom has 35 years of experience of helping people live their best lives. He is also known as the senior happiness hero. So we're going to be talking to him about how he's helping people live their best lives. Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. Curtis, thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity. So good to speak with you. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Like you said, I am known as the senior happiness superhero because I wrote this book called Full Heart Living Conversations with the Happiest People I Know. And so I, the truth is, I got interested in that book because of the unhappiest period of my adult life. I got I was living the dream for a while. I had my dream job until things turned sour when a very difficult personality showed up on my team. I was regularly assigned to work with this person. She just couldn't stand me. Work became, it wasn't fun anymore. My dream job became a nightmare. And I started noticing Curtis really happy people all around me. And I got really curious, you know, what are they doing that I'm not doing? I wasn't feeling very happy then. And so I I started just by just noticing, just observing what happier people do. And then then I got braver and I started asking them questions and it snowballed into this project, starting with video. I thought I would just do like mini documentaries that I, I would put on the web. But the first day of filming was one of the happiest days of my life. And on break from filming, I'm like, wait a minute. And I'd known for years and years that I was going to write a book. I just didn't know what it was going to be about. So on break from filming that first day, I'm going, wait a minute, this is what I can write my book about because I could do this day in and day out. And so originally happiness was in the, the title of my book. And I realized as I was writing it that... I wasn't really just writing about happiness. I was writing about a book about how to live, that happier people have a lot to teach us about how to live, and they live from their full hearts, Curtis. And so that's where the title came from. They live with full, open, beautiful hearts. And I can say more in a minute what I mean by that, but at first I want to say that that means not just trying to be happy all the time, right? It's Happier people don't like deny the harder times. They just embrace them in a different way. They accept 
that some days aren't as good as others and they feel those feelings and then they move on and they figure out what to do about it. It's, it's, it's like their attitude and their acceptance. So it's not just about saying, about trying to have happy days every single day. I feel like this is a really critical point. It's about knowing some days are better than others. Like I was saying to you before we got on the call, this is, I had a really hard day today. I've had a day full of technical glitches and some days are like that. And part of me wants to resist it. And part of me is more crabby than usual is the truth. But one of the things I learned from this project is not to turn away from that, not to deny it, but to go, oh, I'm crabbier today. Some days are like that. And tomorrow is a new opportunity and hopefully will be a better day. So let me pause there and certainly say more about what I learned, but let me check in with you. How are, how are you reacting to what I'm saying so far? Well, I do want to ask you about the World Happiness Report. America is ranked number 19 in that report. Yes. Are, are you surprised about that as a psychiatrist? What is your opinion on that? Uh, I'll just correct you. First, psychologists. Psychiatrists are the ones who do the meds. That's what most, there's lots of ways we're like, but the, I don't, I don't distribute medicines. I just do the talk therapy as a psychologist. But so am I surprised by that? The truth is, no, I'm not surprised. I feel like it's tragic. I feel like it's really sad, but it doesn't surprise me, right? It's, our values as Americans are, in my humble opinion, sort of backward, right? We're all about chasing the big bucks, going, trying to be better. We're about it, about improving. We're about youth. There's, there's so many things that we strive for, and they're not all in and of themselves terrible, bad, horrible things. No, there's a lot of good that comes from these, these cultural values, but there, there's a price to be paid as well. And happier countries have very different values, and, and their values shape their choices and their behavior. So happier countries are like like the Scandinavian countries tend to score much higher consistently annually on these reports. And they really value the social network. They really value taking care of people. So things like universal health care, guaranteed paternity and maternity leave, guaranteed leave from your job if there's a significant death of, of someone in your life. Those kinds of things build community and they build connections. And those aren't, those kinds of programs aren't as established in our culture. And it shows in those reports. Well, let's talk about happiness. Why okay. do you feel that happiness is so important with everything going on? Don't you feel that there's more pressing matters that people should be worried about? <laughs> it's such a good question. And I really get it. Yes, there are really important needs that need to be addressed and that we are called to take action on. I I'm, would never disagree with that. And what we also know is that happier people are more likely to take those kinds of actions. Happier people are more generous. They volunteer more. They donate more money. So... It isn't an either or proposition. Do we not need to address pressing cultural needs? Absolutely. Can we also be looking at helping our population be happier? Yes, both will, 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 will help 
each other, right? They're symbiotic. They feed off each other. It's not just one or the other. Well, give us some tips on, on how we can become more happier. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. So here's what came to me so clearly in this whole project. Happier people do a few things. Number one, they're very connected to other people. They have a tribe. They have people they adore and who adore them back. It's reciprocal. And they make the most of those relationships. So that is absolutely the number one thing that I got from interviewing the happiest people that I, that I know and the research around. A second thing they do is they're really connected to themselves as well. So what does that mean? They know who they are. They honor their rhythms. They, they're in the present moment. That's being connected to yourself right? They're not distracted by worries about what's to come or frets or or memories about what has come before. They're way more in the present moment. So connected with themselves, connected with their heart. They're in the here and now taking full advantage of all that's in the present moment. So connected with others, number one, connected with selves, number two. Number three is connecting with passions, happier people have activities that they absolutely adore and they do a lot of these things that bring them great joy and then the fourth thing is when you can do that you know engage in your passions in a way that gives back to others curtis that's where you know it really takes off and and reaches a deeper level so giving back to the community making the world a better place. When you focus on any one or all these things, again, they they tend to feed off each other. So the more I'm in the present moment, the more I tend to connect with other people, the more I connect with myself, the more likely I am to engage in my passions and the more likely I am to want to give back. So now there are, there are a ton of other things that I learned in my project. And there, so there's a ton of other chapters as well. Things like being grateful, honoring yourself, being who you truly are, which they sort of already covered a minute ago. But there are there's a bunch of chapters, but by far, those four that I listed, being connected with others, connected with oneself, with passions, and giving back, by far, those, those are the things that really stood out. And yes, if, if we can focus more on those, we will be happier. Well, talk about how people are responding to your book, Four Heart Living, and what do you hope the reader gets from your book when they read it? I hope they are motivated to do those things I was just talking about. I hope that they discover little kernels that will inspire them to even do one simple thing. So an example is... Like there's a chapter on self-care. So that includes getting outside, moving the body. So, uh, and this would be a great place for people to start, by the way, Curtis, if they really feel overwhelmed and they don't know what to do, and it seems like too much, I would say, just get outside and go for a walk. Just move your body, just dance if you like to dance or golf if you like to golf or bowl if you like to bowl, whatever your physical thing is, go out, do it, move your body that's going to change your physiology. It changes your attitude 
and it lifts the mood so that you have more energy to do the things that will make you happier and make you and help you to feel better. So I hope people are inspired to take really simple but immediate actions that can make a difference in their life. And it isn't just for them, Curtis. That's the other thing that to, to be happier, some people think it's a selfish pursuit and isn't that it's not individual payoff. Of course, it is. And again, like I was saying, happier people do more good in the world and moods are contagious. So the happier we are, the happier we help other people around us. Other people respond, even if they don't know they're responding. When we're happier and we go out into the world, even if it's, say, the cashier, you know, at the corner store that you interact with for a few seconds or a few minutes, when you're happier and you interact, interact with that person in a happy way, their mood gets lifted. So we help the world be a better place when we help ourselves be happier. It's such a win-win. It's like, why not? Do you have any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about? I would love for people to know about a, a four-week intensive program on, we call it Maitri, that's M-A-I-T-R-I. It's a Sanskrit word. We might call it mindful self-compassion in English. And a dear colleague and mine and I, a dear colleague of mine, Kat, and I are co-teaching this beautiful material that incorporates many of the things I'm talking about. And it helps people be kinder to themselves. Again, in our culture, you know, and I'm not knocking our culture completely, but again, we, some of our values could use a little adjusting. And we are not necessarily taught how to love ourselves. In fact, it's, it's one of the number one things that I see in people who come to see me in my psychology practice, that people just find ways and learn ways to hate themselves from a very young age. And these are beautiful practices that help us counter those internal and external messages that we're not okay. So that's coming up. It's offered over Zoom. We start, I think it's the second Wednesday. I'm pretty sure it's the second Wednesday in January. And the details are on my website, which is fullheartliving.com. Well, you just gave out your website. Are you on social mm -hmm. media? Give us those social media links. <laughs> so I, I'm happy to direct people to Full Heart Living at both Instagram and Facebook. The truth is I am mostly on a social media break right now. So there's, you won't find much activity. You, you will find me a little bit on uh, LinkedIn under just my name, Tom Glazer, G-L-A-S like Sam, E-R. So LinkedIn, I'm a little more active on right now. Okay. So you're a dog lover. So tell us your favorite yeah. dog. <laughs> Did you say my favorite dog? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a favorite. Of course, Rex has been barking upstairs as we have been talking. So there must be a squirrel or it's probably a rabbit outside that he's seeing. Rex is my mini Labradoodle who I absolutely adore. He's been in my life, oh my gosh, four or five years now. And he just brings such joy. He, he makes me laugh. I just look at him and I grin. 
And I can't imagine not having a dog. I, I've tried to go without a dog in between dogs. And I am not as happy when I don't have a dog. So I, I, I need a dog. Absolutely. <laughs> that said, I love all animals, but I do have a particular fondness for dogs. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be happier, try a dog. <laughs> Close us out Absolutely. with some final thoughts about anything that we might have missed that you would like to touch on. My goodness. I just want to say how lift uplifted my mood has been just from having this conversation, Curtis. Thank you for your great questions, for your incredible listening ear. I was in kind of a crabby mood because I've been I've been on with technical support most of the day. Not my favorite activity. My computer crashed. And I feel better from for having done this. I what a gift to me. And I, I hope that some of that enthusiasm perhaps has spread to you and perhaps to our listeners. Well, it definitely has spread to me and listeners. I hope it spread to you. I also hope you follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. Go to fourheartliving.com and Android listeners, download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Kurt. It's a pleasure. Be well. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. Dream.